views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow, everyone. Welcome. I want to welcome you to the show. It's great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. I got to tell you, I'm like super excited for today's show, introducing you to Dr. Carl Greer. And the reason I am is when I got his book from my very dear friend and amazing Gail Tor, who helps people get their message out into the world, unlike anybody. But when I got this idea and I got this message and I saw the book, one of the things I realized is, yeah, now I wish I would have had his book like in 2004, but that's okay. Wishing that you had something kind of regrets, that doesn't really work, but I have it now. And what I mean by that is having this now is the way to get the message out into the world. But first, let me say hi to Mr. Benny. Hi, Mr. Benny. Hi, Pat. No regrets, right? None. None. That's what I'm talking about. Not even not even the Harley, not even not staying down in California after school. I finished school. None of that, right? No regrets. <laughs> no, no whatsoever. <laughs> Moving forward. The Moving. future is ahead of us. The future is now. Boom. That's what you like that the future is now. Oh my gosh. Well, for those of you out there, listen. This is a conversation that I've been waiting to have. Now, you've heard me talk about what it means, Jungian analysis, uh, shamanic practitioner, clinical psychologist, author, philanthropist, Dr. Carl Greer is somebody that knows that there is a journey and the journey is about us. But what is it about us that helps us understand not only do we heal from the outside, but we can heal from the inside. Whether you find Dr. Carl training in the Peruvian mountains or looking at healing work or studying something new or business charities, all of the places he works or one-on-one with people, what I love is that he did something that I have not yet done, and I know Gail will ask me about, is write a book that tells people there is not just hope, but there is healing. The book is Change the Story of Your Health, Using Shamanic and Jungian Techniques for Healing. And what I love about this is this book When you get your hands on it, which you will, 
you will not only get some solutions for whatever that is, but I don't believe you'll have to look back again. Uh, Dr. Carl, great to have you here. Thank you for joining me. Glad to be here, Dr. Pat. You know, I came down with a mystery disease in 2004, and it was six months after starting a show. And the entire nature of the show changed. I thought the show was going to be one thing. It turned out to be another. And I got to tell you, I got so unwell that there was nothing else that I could do but pay for airtime and and keep bringing a, a, a story and people like you to the forefront. And I want to ask you, what has captivated you? What obstacles did you have to overcome or see other people overcome to get you up to this very moment today? What did you have to overcome? I think uh, like many people, I bought into uh, the fact that there were experts that could uh, take care of my health. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I'd read the right uh, list of supplements or uh, uh, the right uh, medicine to take for this particular thing and kind of left it at that. And I had to get rid of thinking that was the only way. And mm -hmm. uh, I realized as I did the work that I do that uh, all of us have a capacity for much more self-healing than we think we do. Mm -hmm. And uh, to help people tap into that and realize what that's about, I wrote this book, Change yeah. the Story of Your Health. I love it because you also wrote change the story of your change your story change your life and you know for me I was really struck by how precisely you nailed this so to speak um and I, it's hard to explain why I relate to it so much you know I also believe that I did, I create I have a new story and here's my new story tell me how I'm doing if you don't mind my new story isn't that I got sick in 2004 and my life came apart that's the old story my new story is I think the universe was looking out for me when I was doubting what my life's path was going to be and when I thought maybe I should go back into the corporate world and my new story is that, no, I was getting redirected to not only do this, but to share what I learned and bring people like you on to create a better world. I don't know. I like that story better. What do you think? Well, I think two <laughs> things. Uh, the, the first the first story uh, is very much uh, stories that we all have. We, we tell ourselves a story about our health and we identify it, but we oftentimes forget the fact that we have an ability to change that story. Uh, and you did. You changed yours. And it seems, from what you're saying, that your new one's working better for you than the old one did. The yeah. trick is, how does somebody go from that old story that we can get identified with to a new story? Yeah. And let's start with that. You know, your experience, you're working with countless people. How you get to that place is really interesting. What have you seen in others? What has it taken for people to even begin to be open to a new story? I think they have to realize uh, what are the things that write the story uh, and open themselves up to the idea that it's all about information that we take in consciously and unconsciously into our souls, our minds, and our bodies that 
impact our health story. For example, stuff you read, things that people say, uh, the environment that you're in, are you in nature or are you kind of indoors most of the time? But also, I really make the point that uh, there's inner information that we have access to in our unconscious. Jungians might say in transpersonal realms or places you get to in uh, altered states. Uh, but it's all there that's influencing how we think about our health and what our health is. And I talk about the idea that it's important to learn how to relate to all those energies. Mm. And one of the obstacles is that sometimes people will get information from the outside, but somehow they're not able to live on it. For example, yeah. uh, everybody worries about uh, you know what they eat, and you know I'm not eating the right stuff, or I'm yeah. eating too much, and I'm really going to have a resolve to uh, to change. But oftentimes they don't because. I would suggest that sometimes there's that part of them that really doesn't want to change. And until that part gets honored and listened to and looked at, uh, it's going to be very difficult for somebody to change just because they want to will themselves to do that. You know, I grew up as a kid in the Bronx, New York. Can you still hear a little bit of my New York accent there, Dr. Carl? <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> I, I guess what? I hear a little bit of you, too. <laughs> you know, I never thought I would get out of PS 101, uh, I mean, J Junior High School 101 in the Bronx, let alone be sitting here talking with you about Carl Jung. You know, was Jung and what he shared with the world and his techniques, how far ahead of its time was that? I think he was far ahead of his time. Uh, mm -hmm. I think he thought about our psychologies and our lives as part of a much bigger picture uh, mm -hmm. than just uh, what some people back then were reducing it to. It's only a function of things that happened in your past. But he thought it's a function of the culture you live in, the future that you might be living that is yet to be uh, determined that is affecting you, and, uh, and other unconscious factors that he would say resided both in your personal unconscious and also what he called the collective unconscious, these themes and energies that have been with people since the beginning of mankind. And he talked about how one could learn to relate to those energies and gain healing because they learned how to do that. And part of those practices are things that I talk about in my book as well. Oh, my gosh, yeah. For those of you that are just tuning in, uh, I'm so thrilled to have Dr. Carl Greer joining me. Change the story of your health using shamanic, Jungian, techni shamanic and Jungian techniques for healing. When we come back, what is it that's so powerful about writing? Why is that something that was important to Jung? was something that Jung actually passed on to the current 12-step programs we have now. And what is it that's so important about this way to change our stories? Let's take a short break. We'll be right back.
listeners, would you love to have the most imaginable relationships ever? David Karsher has just finished his breakthrough book, The Seven Spiritual Strategies for Fulfilling Relationships, and he is giving you a copy. Learn to move any important relationship in your life forward like never before. Visit davidkarsher.com slash blessing or transformationtalkradio.com to receive this incredible gift. Once again, that's davidkarsher.com slash blessing. Want to help reduce the divisiveness in our world? Each year, the School for Esoteric Studies holds a subjective group conference. This year, our focus is on unity and diversity, the science of right human relations. From April till June, we will meditate together, study relevant writings, and share practical strategies for improving how we relate with each other. Join us to help build inclusive communities. Check on our subjective group conference at esotericstudies.net. That's the School for Esoteric Studies at esotericstudies.net. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Is traditional medicine not working for you? Do you still feel as if your health isn't 100%? Here at the Holistic Medical Center, Dr. Nushin Darvish and the qualified staff look through the dimensions of wellness and start a healing plan prioritized to your needs. Our physicians assess the whole you until complete health is achieved. Get the help you need by visiting drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. When your body is awakened, your spirit comes alive. Dana Canetto is a transformational guide, embodiment coach, and spiritual mentor assisting women in realigning with their truth and embodying who they are by connecting to the wisdom of their body. Tune in every month on Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show Network for Body Divinity Radio with Dana Canetto. For more information on Dana and her services, visit danacanetto.com. That's D-A-N-A-C-A-N-N-E-T-O.com. Are you ready to thread your life with intuition? Intuit Apparel can help you do just that. This is not just about a piece of clothing. This is about a movement, an awakening, and staying centered in life. Your life. Intuitive and host of the radio show, Get Into It, Lynn Brown, was given this image with the intention of a clothing line designed to represent the essence of life itself. Visit IntuitApparel.com now and wear your intuition with pride. Hey, 
everybody. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Pat. For more information about me, you can go to the drpatshow.com. Or if you want to get plugged into some of our amazing hosts, go to transformationtalkradio.com. If you've missed any part of this show today, it's going to play again later tonight live. But most of you listen through, you know, the 90 media outlets that that the show goes, which I don't even know about. Jessica does. Today, I'm thrilled to be talking about something important to all of us, changing the story of your health. Um, Joining me here today is Dr. Carl Greer, who has written the book. Um, And the question really becomes, do you want to improve your health? That's the first question. The next question might be, if you say yes, how? Um, for those of you that want to find out more about Dr. Carl, go just go to the website Carl C A R L Greer G R E E R dot com, and you'll be able to find out how to get a copy of the book, um, as well as know that it's available in Amazon and in most of the other places. Um, Dr. Carl, the question: How before the break? I alluded to writing and powerful, powerful tool, but yet people don't quite know how powerful. In your book, you literally guide us to writing in a way that's very specific about a certain part of what you're sharing in the book. Tell me why this has become cornerstone for you and your work, as well as you and others. I think uh, to change anything, uh, it's important, Dr. Pat, to know what it is we're trying to change. And uh, when you're looking at your health and somebody were to say, okay, how's your health? Oftentimes we have a throwaway uh, answer, oh, I'm, I'm good, I'm good, how about you? But if one wants to change their health, they need to really be honest with themselves about what their health story is. And start from there, not the Mm -hmm. story they like people to believe about them, but really what it is. And I guide people to think about certain areas of their health, not necessarily like cardiovascular versus muscular, skeletal, and so forth. But I say, all right, how about your eating, drinking, uh, weight concerns? You know, and I have some guided questions about that. How about your flexibility, your stamina, your balance? stamina, that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Uh, then I say, you know, how about uh, the area of your life that reflects body image, sexuality, uh, uh, menopause, andropause? And I have some questions about that that people can reflect on. Yeah. And then I have questions about, let's say you have a chronic illness that you're dealing with, a terminal illness, or something that happens out of the blue, an acute uh, something. How do you deal with that? So... I have questions that help people think about these things, and I hopefully can engage them both in their in their heads, but also through their bodies, uh, through suggesting they may uh, want to dance their uh, their health, or write a poem about it, or a song about it, or uh, uh, create a, a picture about it, so that they're engaging it from a lot of different angles, so that they're seeing it. Uh, and loosening up uh, uh, ways that they they view it as a starting point to think about how they might like to change it. 
So that's mm-hmm. why I think it's important to get that down. And then you can keep track of what you're doing differently and does it make a difference. The part mm-hmm. of the work that I'm involved with is it's, it's all experiential. If it works, yeah. you do it. If it doesn't, you don't. Uh, and it's not like theoretical. It's not a, a work of the precept where I'm trying to, you know, cite a lot of studies. I'm just trying to suggest some practices that have worked for me and other people that uh, the judge of their effectiveness is your experience. Yeah. You know, let me ask you this question. There are a lot of things that I share with people because I've used them in my own life, Right. And the question always comes back to me, Pat, have you done this before? Have you used it before? What do you think about that? And, you know, pretty much I I would say 80% of the time I could say yes. What have you discovered about these techniques in your own journey? Well, everything that I write about, I have done myself. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've I've kind of had the experience. Uh, Some of the experiences which I... Uh, write about uh, are types of things that other people have done before, for example, soul retrievals or shamanic lower world journeys. But in this book, it's my own uh, spin on them. Some of the other ones are are more, uh, I'm sure other people have done them, but more based on kind of unique experiences I had. For example, uh, journeying to death, you know, working with the death principle, the energy Mm -hmm. of death, uh, and asking it what message it has for me about my health and uh, what I need to gain or lose. And similarly, I've journeyed to a place that I call the quiet, the place before creation, where everything is uh, in uh, potential. Uh, And it's an abstract idea, but it's very real when you uh, actually go there. To ask this pure potential that is around us before we were born, after we die, uh, is there anything it can tell us about our health. What do we need to gain? What do we need to lose? And so those are places that I have gone to, uh, which are the basis for what I write about, as well as my experiences in nature and other places that I talk about in my book. Well, you know, I got to ask you about the aha moments, because on my own healing journey, I had a few aha moments. and, And they were really having to do with what was literally uh, available in terms of being able to change my own story. I shared with you during the break one of the things. I started to use my hands. I started to create create these these sculpt these goddess pieces out of styrofoam heads, right? Um and and not being able to explain why I was doing that. But I did. I just started to do it. And I want to ask you, uh, how does stepping out and using creativity use some of these parts of ourselves that we hadn't really done? How does this help in changing a story? I think we all have an innate desire to be well. Mm. I think we have an energy that I could call an inner healer uh, that we can learn to relate to to help us be well. It's like uh, the immune system, which is there to help us stay healthy. But can we somehow work with it differently than we have? Uh, What you were doing, sculpting with what you, materials you used, uh, reminds me this this last weekend, I was at a uh, a conference where a woman was talking about working with uh, uh, victims of uh, 
uh, abuse, mostly other women, uh, refugees who had had uh, trauma uh, physically and mentally. And what she does, uh, they they work with play, and uh, they work together with play, and somehow just allowing the body's wisdom to direct what needs to be formed, what needs to be sculpted in the presence of others, mostly women who have had shared experiences, is powerfully healing. And then they can put the, their what they've uh, created uh, up on display. They can visit each other's. They can hear the story around it. And what it does, Dr. Pat, it, it kind of takes it, uh, allows you to observe it from a little bit more of a distance mm-hmm. and, and start to digest it differently than you would if you're just talking about it. Yeah. I wanted to ask you about one thing uh, One thing in the book that I came across, and I don't remember exactly where it was, but I wrote it down, and it had to do with something I had to learn, and that was around clearing energy and clearing energy field. Now, you know, that to me was like, what? Energy? Clearing it? Why do I? Why should I cleanse my energy field? So, can we talk about an energy, an energy field? Because you reference energy throughout the book, and we know a little bit about that now. But I'd like to have you talk about it in terms of our healing story. Yep. Uh, well, as a, as a start, uh, I think the discussion about energy starts with. Uh, a question about where were we before we were here on this earth and why are we here and who are we and what are we and where will we be after we're gone now nobody knows for sure the answer to that but i think uh we came out of some formless pure potential god source uh the ain't so whatever uh one thinks about such things and Uh, So we came out of energy, and we are like uh, congealed energy. Uh, We just happen to have more form than some of the other kinds of energies which surround us, X-rays, gravity, electromagnetic fields, and so forth, uh, which we don't see but affect us. And so we're congealed energy. And as such, one way to conceptualize this is Mm -hmm. that we have a a physical body, we have an emotional body, mental body, we have a spiritual body, and then we have a pure energetic body. They're all kind of interspersed. And to get healing, we have to pay attention to all those levels, including the energy body. And so I talk a little bit about how we can do some clearing exercises uh, on our energy body. And in all of my practices, I talk about when we're relating uh, uh, in, in, to the various journey realms or in nature or working with the elements, ask ask that which we're working with, what is it that I need to get rid of, to clear? Mm. What what do I need to bring in to replace it? And, and also in all those interchanges, ask that which we work with, what can I do for you so that we learn to have an expression of gratitude uh, in the midst of all these forces and energies that we're working with? And, and, and that allows us to start thinking they're alive and real that are uh, in relationship with us all the time, whether or not we're aware of it or not. And we're just trying to make it more conscious and treat them as, as information sources that uh, need respect and that we can learn from and they can learn from us. 
Oh my gosh. Uh, thank, you know, for those of you out there, this is, if you have any questions, please give us a shout 1-800-930-2819. When we come back, we're going to be talking about these archetypical energies and spirit animals. What is it about them that we can know? What can we learn? And how can they help us apply this learning to every day of our lives? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Gibbs is a fourth-generation high priestess with the knowledge to raise your vibration and conscious creation. Offering a wide variety of services from goddess light and shamanic healing seminars to private reading sessions, Bree works with you so you too can stand in your own power. Isn't it about time you took your life into your own hands? For more information about Bree's services and products, visit silvergaia.com. That's silvergaia.com. A word of caution, if you prefer the status quo and you are not interested in improving every aspect of your life, this book will trigger the shift out of you. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens is available now. Author Colette Steffen brings the powerful knowledge and life-changing energy and empowerment from the radio airwaves to the pages of her new book. To get your copy in paperback or ebook, visit thetruthisfunny.com today. Sky Siegel co-hosts one of today's most popular psychic shows, Angels and Answers, with Artie Hoffman as she communicates healing messages from the spirit world. These messages can be astounding, enlightening, and life-changing. Born with the God-given talent of inner guidance and the amazing ability to heal, Sky has healed thousands of people. Schedule a reading with Sky now. Call 908-500-1474 and visit skyofangels.com. Hi, this is Leslie Fontaine, and my show is Sheer Alchemy on TransformationTalkRadio.com. When we're bogged down with our emotions, the hardships that plague us in our relationships, at work, our finances, we literally can't see the higher plane where we could be operating from. Tune in to Leslie Fontaine, Sheer Alchemy on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in to Dynamics of Diversity Radio, scripting the new narrative for immigration with leading experts, Kripa Upadya and Steve Tanijo on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This show will remove the noise that often accompanies discussions on this topic and share a new perspective on the dynamics of immigration and diversity, ever reminding us that together we are all at the core of innovation, excellence, and positive change. Visit OrbitLawPLLC.com for upcoming topics. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. I am so thrilled to be talking to all of you. We have got talk radio for all of us. Are you ready and willing and able to accept all of the abundance you can muster up in your life? Check us out at drpatshow.com, transformationtalkradio.com, transformationradio.fm. Oh, my goodness. Hey 
everybody. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Pat. I'm joined here by Dr. Carl Greer, and we're talking about changing the story of your health. And his fabulous book here is Change the Story of Your Health Using Shamanic and Union Techniques for Healing. And uh, Dr. Carl would like to give away several copies of the book. And let's go ahead and start with the first copy to our first caller, one 800 930-2819, Benny will get that information from you uh, along with an email just in case we need to reach you to get you the book. Uh, let's do that. Um, if you want to find out more about Dr. Carl, if you want to find out about, you know, other things that he's doing, his other book, go to Carl, C-A-R-L Greer, G-R-E-E-R.com. Um, Dr. Carl, I, I wanted to touch upon a couple of things. Um, I know this time goes so quickly, but one of them is archetypal energies and spirit animals. Because when I was going through my own process, I was really drawn to spirit animals, and I really didn't know why. And I wanted to, to have you talk a little bit about the journey and how we can use them, not in just in our day-to-day, but in our dreams. The uh, notion of archetypes uh, is that uh, there are energies that surround us and interact with us that influence how we think, act, and feel. And uh, Carl Jung uh, is most known uh, more than others for talking about archetypes mm-hmm. and uh, how they uh, are in the collective unconscious. And then we often tend to... Uh, uh, personify them, you know, think of them as people, for example, uh, a warrior archetype or uh, a puella or puer, a man or woman who's never grown up or uh, somebody who's the wise old man, uh, a wisdom figure or a cranky old man or somebody who's an overbearing mother or a very loving mother and so forth. And sometimes we can look at a person and say, oh, they seem to be gripped by that particular energy. And in terms of our health, you might say, you know, I really think I'm a a cancer victim and feel pretty powerless to do anything about it, Mm -hmm. as contrasted by I'm a cancer warrior and this thing's not going to beat me. Now, I'm not saying one or the other in a particular case serves because it, it depends on a lot of factors, but the fact is that we can be in the grip of one archetypal energy as opposed to another, and the more aware we are of that which we are in the grip of, the more chance we have to shift and connect to another archetypal energy. So I talk about that, and I give people uh, exercises and ways to find out what energy you're in the grip of and ways to maybe disidentify from it if you feel it doesn't serve you. Uh, Mm -hmm. Dreams are one place that you can get uh, images and symbols that perhaps are from an unconscious place that you weren't aware of, that when you learn to relate to those images, you can have uh, more information and energy for change than you thought. And I talk about the process of having a a conversation with whatever it is that you're uh, maybe suffering from or want to get information about a dream image or even a, a symptom Let's say you have a short, sore shoulder. You might have a conversation, and I describe how to do that. You know what? What can you tell me about what's going on? And really treat it as something with information 
that you can learn from. And it's amazing, Dr. Pat, what people can get from just that conversation, ideas that they may have never consciously have been aware of that allow them to make changes that can can help heal them. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, some of this, too, is really getting in touch with your heart and what's calling you forward. And I'm really struck by, you know, part of what you say in this book, sometimes about our healing story, there are parts of it that are really buried deeply, meaning we don't even know that we have parts of that, you you know, story inside of us about our health that's in there. And so what I was really struck by in your book is how you help people not just get to the parts that are, you know, rightly aware of, uh, in our consciousness, but things that may be buried even deeper. Why is that uh, uh, equally important? Well, if you have one part of yourself consciously that wants to change and another part uh, that doesn't, uh, uh, you got a conflict that if you're not going to yeah. resolve it, you're going to be stuck. Yeah. And, uh you know, it's it's in that conversation that uh, change can happen. You know, a guy was uh, having a conversation with his uh, diabetes, and uh, it allowed him, after he did it for a while, to have a new relationship with it that uh, caused him consciously to say, I'm going to do some things differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, another woman had a conversation with the pain she had from fibromyalgia, and uh, and she had this long conversation and learned stuff that her conscious mind would no more have dreamed of as being real than, you know, the man in the moon. And, 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 and people who've had those interactions with those parts of themselves that in the past have been unconscious to them have gotten great healing and energy for healing because of that which they did. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it, it's sometimes I think those things that are in there that may or may not have anything to do with what might be physically wrong with you. And what I mean by that is somebody said something to me a number of years ago, and they asked me a very tough question. And I look back at that now and I think, wow, I really resented the question being asked at the moment, but boy, it was right on. They asked me a question, you know, what is it about this illness that is a benefit to me? You know, what is it that the illness is doing for me that being well would not? You know, what am I getting from it? And I thought, really, did you just say that to me? But yet when I think about that, boy, that was really telling. What do you think about that question? Well, I think if somebody can get past the anger or discomfort <laughs> that you did uh, and ponder it it it, 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 it can be useful because yeah. it's not like, uh, uh, you know, this idea of new age guilt that, that we, we, we cause all of our uh, stuff to happen. Uh, I, I don't, for a reason, I don't know about that, but yeah. for whatever the reason stuff happens, we can always make meaning from it and... Uh, uh, I think we've all had the stories of uh, people who had a terminal disease. They have so much time to live. And by changing the way they live and the way they uh, think about the fact they have little time to live, in some cases, they get healed. I mean, they're transformed, not necessarily physically healed, but they're at peace. They're somehow their life has, has shifted around so that they're different people 
uh, because they've had a different relationship to their life and their illness than they would have had had they not done some work around it. So I I think uh, to answer your question, I think the work that you did to finally deal with that in that way was probably helpful to you. Oh, my gosh. No kidding. Um, And, you know, when I mean helpful, I mean, it was a tough question. And I had to face some stuff that had to do with fears. I want to ask you this question about fear and fear and how it plays in our health story, but also how it plays in changing the health story. You know, it plays a role, or at least it did for me. What have you seen in other people? Where does fear show up? Well, uh, there is a fear that do I have enough courage or Mm. can I do what's necessary to get healthy? Mm -hmm. Uh, There is a fear that uh, if I am healthy, uh, those around me are going to change perhaps, and am I going to lose relationships? For example, uh, in some dynamics, uh, a person gains certain benefits from being unhealthy in terms of uh, being taken care of, having people pay attention to them, not having to do certain things. And there is a fear, consciously sometimes, but often unconsciously, you know, if I get healthy, uh, whatever these unconscious benefits are, I'm going to lose. Things like that, Dr. Pat, I think people have to wrestle with and then make choices. And, And the question is, can I still get some of these other benefits of relationship and uh, what I think are benefits, even when I'm healthy. And that's kind of a, I talk about that kind of thing, about uh, uh, the more awareness we have about the reasons we do things, the more choice we have to change, even though ultimately we still have to make those choices. Yeah. And this is really what we're going to talk about when we come back. What is changing the story of our health? What does it do? How does it help us realize that maybe we're not powerless? Maybe we're not powerless. How do we go from feeling in a lot of cases, ultimately powerless to the place of empowered? That's what we're going to be talking about with Dr. Carl when we get back. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey, listeners, would you love to have the most imaginable relationships ever? David Karsher has just finished his breakthrough book, The Seven Spiritual Strategies for Fulfilling Relationships, and he is giving you a copy. Learn to move any important relationship in your life forward like never before. Visit davidkarsher.com slash blessing or transformationtalkradio.com to receive this incredible gift. Once again, that's davidkarsher.com slash blessing. What is a brilliant culture and how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you design a culture that is authentic, innovative, and successful. Learn how to create change with Cultural Brilliance Radio, the DNA of organizational excellence, and Claudette Rowley. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit ClaudetteRowley.com. 
Artie Hoffman is the hottest psychic with the warmest heart and the host of the hit show Angels and Answers. A renowned psychic, medium, spiritual life coach, and an entertaining motivational speaker, Artie has helped over 15,000 people with his amazing intuitive gifts, his passion, and his humor. Call 877-ANGEL-02 to schedule a personal reading or to have your own psychic Artie party. That's 877-ANGEL-02. And visit ArtieHoffman.com and Angels and Answers on Facebook. Are you looking for the perfect setting for your next workshop or retreat? At Spirit Fire Meditative Retreat Center, cultivating consciousness is what we do best. Our guests count on us to create an atmosphere that supports serenity and well-being. We lead from the heart and create space for the mind. Freshly prepared meals designed with local and organic ingredients, 95 acres of beautiful woods and pastures, and a facility built with green in mind. This is what you'll find at Spirit Fire. For more information, visit SpiritFireRetreatCenter.com. Be unstoppable. Who do executive women count on for up-to-date information on everything from stilettos to being heard in the boardroom? To achieve excellence, you must first take control of your life and develop a successful strategy with the Unstoppable Diva. Tune in to Up or Out with Connie Fife, Mondays 5 p.m. Eastern, as she cuts through the BS to guide you to become bold, connected, and unstoppable. For more information, visit uporout.com. Are you feeling stagnant or blocked in your love life, career, health, or finances? Experiencing difficulty focusing or setting and achieving goals? Tune in to Spiritual Diagnostics Radio with psychic visionary healers Carol Dorian and Suzanne Evans. Discover the cause and effect of unwanted patterns in life. Tune in every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit spiritualdeed.com. Be you plus live your purpose equals joy. That's the motto of Unstuck Joy with Vicki Todd. Vicki believes you were born with gifts that are meant to make the world brighter. Each show will feature an art visioning journal prompt to help you create your way to soul clarity. If you're ready to get unstuck and create more joy, this show is for you. Tune in every month on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit VickiWorldArt.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. I am so thrilled with, you know, what Dr. Carl Greer has done and, you know, how how absolutely generous he is in giving copies of the books away. As a matter of fact, we're also going to give some copies away on social media because this book that he has written, for many of you, you might be thinking, well, how do you know, Pat? How do you know, Carl? Um, we know. And we know because, at least for me, I've been there. And I know what it feels like to feel powerless, to be in front of doctors, to be in hospitals, to be, you know, to be scheduling an appointment to get fit for a wheelchair. Really? Yeah. I also know what it's like to have so much pain in my body that I I lock myself in the bathroom and I could not open the door, the doorknob. But I also know what it's like to surrender and say, God, you got to help me figure this out. And then you hear a voice voice that says, Pat, run your hands in cold water. Now, 
that's not what this show is about today. What the show is about today is to ask yourself, is there one more thing I can do to help heal? And that's what we're talking about today. Um, Dr. Carl, thank you so much for today and your generosity. And, in, you know, I, 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 I want to hear what you've learned in the countless people you've talked to. Is the common denominator for us all this feeling of powerlessness? I, I think all of us have that at some time. That mm-hmm. what, uh, I've run out of options. Uh, yeah. I really have to turn it over to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I, I'll tell you just a, a story that's somewhat on point. Uh, mm-hmm. Once I was doing some work in, uh, uh, I was uh, in, in the jungle, and uh, I had all this uh, sense of suffocation. All these dark energies were kind of overwhelming me. And normally I can summon up my allies and spirit guides and dispel them. But mm-hmm. uh, finally I said, you you know, God, uh, spirit, you know, help me do this. And I was left with this feeling at that moment, it was really up to me to figure it out. And when I said, right or wrong, I'm going to have to do that, it, was, it kind of lifted. It, it, it was kind of a release around that. And ultimately, you know, in the midst of all of our health travails, I mean, I was diagnosed with prostate cancer uh, mm. about a year ago, and mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I'm treating it, and I'm watchful waiting, and I'm, I'm very fortunate, but nonetheless, it's it's something that's a, a new variable in my life, and I know many people that have new variables in their life, and uh, ultimately, we have to make sense of it, even though I never suggest turning your back on Western medicine, but you can at least have more say than you think in choosing your doctors and choosing uh, what therapies and treatments that you want to have and realizing that ultimately we have inner resources for healing that we can tap into that allow us to feel more powerful. And one thing, Dr. Pat, that I find Mm -hmm. that is very healing is for people to spend time in nature. Just mm-hmm. to be in, in this in this larger set of energies that nature represents around pine trees, around around water, uh, lying on the earth, in and of itself can be healing to us. And to mm-hmm. learn how to do that is, is very uh, powerfully healing. That make us feel less power po- less powerless than if we don't do things like that. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I I am really loving about this is you give us a blueprint, Carl, um, Dr. Carl, you give us a blueprint. I didn't have a blueprint. And that's why today I wake up my day saying, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm going to be talking with Dr. Carl Greer, because in this book that you've written, if I had this book in front of me in 04 and 05, maybe it would have taken me a little bit longer to open my mind more to it, but I would have certainly been able to give myself another option I had not considered. I would love for you to talk about that. You know, isn't what you're doing giving us options perhaps that many of us didn't even know we had, right? We didn't even know we had this option. Change our yeah. story. Really? Yeah, and I try to share stories of other people who have yeah. been in a similar circumstance to you and have either discovered it on their own or discovered to you some of these practices. Just like you discovered, you know, to do this, the sculpture work that you did, uh, mm-hmm. that just kind of, as I understand your story, just kind of happened to you. Uh, and it was very healing. 
Uh, and I'm suggesting things like that in my book that people can use or not use that have the potential for them, too, to find healing. Yeah. What do you think, if I might ask you, I have, I have, we have a few minutes left. First of all, I must thank you for everything you do. And, you know, I, I, I just love the way you present this because, see, for me, when I was in the middle of this, I couldn't even make sense of what these doctors were telling me, Dr. Carl. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, and at one point, I had a, a psychiatrist tell me I was psychosomatic. So, you know, here's what I want to say. What would we want to say now to people here to help them understand that this is really an option that you have discovered really works with people? This is not an academic dissertation. This is more like an invitation. Well, see, is believing in uh, <laughs> trying try it out uh, uh, is, I, I think, the what you have to do. And, and, and being able to be patient with yourself to get through the awkwardness that some of these practices for somebody who's not used to them uh, can elicit. For example, I believe we all have this part of ourselves that I call an inner healer, a wise part. Uh, And I believe we can have a conversation with it about our health. You know, inner healer, what can you tell me about the pain in my gut? And then allow it, and this is the practice that I describe how to do, allow it to have a voice and speak to you, the part that just asked the question, with some answer. Then when you, the part that asked the question, has the answer to that, then you respond with another question, and you have a conversation about it. And I believe that we all have these resources within us, Dr. Pat, that we can learn to relate to to get information that can help us heal. But a person has to be willing to do that and say, oh, this is silly, I'm just talking to myself, Um, I'm making this up. Uh, and realize that, no, there's something other that yeah. has a wisdom and has our best interests at heart. And yeah. why do I say that? Because I've seen literally scores, hundreds of people by now have done these things with those kinds of results. But it takes it takes practice. You have to kind of get into this stuff uh, a step at a time. Don't put too much pressure on yourself to do it all at once. Be willing to make changes at the margin. And over time, those changes accumulate, and all of a sudden, you're, 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 you have different habits than you did four months ago. But you have to be patient. Wow. Dr. Carl Greer, everyone, and we're not able to get through everything in the book. Uh, I hope you'll come back, and we'll talk about, and I hope we can do this, about creating healing partnerships and communities all over the world, because I literally thought I was alone, and you're opening up a whole new way to dialogue and use what you're sharing with the world. Uh, Dr. Carl, one last question. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? Uh, that we all have more power to heal ourselves than we think and to uh, have that belief system and to ally ourselves with all those energies and forces that uh, influence our lives and do that in an intentional way. And that is spirit, however we think about spirit, nature, however we think about the wisdom and aliveness of nature, and our inner parts, however we think about that. I think all those are resources that we can learn to tap into to become healthier. I love it. Thank you. And I I would hope that uh, people become healthier as they do these things. 
You know, I'm with you on that. We'll have to tag team and make sure that we keep getting that word out. I'm Dr. Pat, everyone. Stay tuned. We've got another hour coming up. Preceding audio was via a Skype call.